Welcome, Ladder Burners. Thank you for joining in. I'm Alan Patterson. And today I want to talk to you about how I came to create uh, Ladder Burners and just a little bit about my own personal story and my personal history. And then to give you a flavor of what's to come through these podcasts. I grew up in a small southern town in North Carolina, Hendersonville, up in the mountains. Great education in high school. And a good student. Did my work. Good grades. Did everything I was supposed to. A bit rebellious, but overall compliant. And went off to college. And I was never sure what I wanted to do. My heart was more in the social sciences. I was a history major. But it was pretty clear in my family that the shining star was my uncle, who was a pediatrician in Atlanta, well thought of, highly respected. And it was unarticulated, uh, but yet I felt the pressure that I was to follow in his footsteps and become a doctor. So my senior year of college, I applied to medical school. I was miserable uh, in the whole process not really sure what it is I wanted to do. And because my uncle was teaching uh, at uh, a medical school, uh, it became uh, that much more easy, I should say, uh, about considering it. And I got in. Uh, But I'll tell you, from the minute I walked into a hospital, that wasn't a weekend to the whole uh, semester. I knew I hated it, and the tipping point came when I was taking a gross anatomy exam and had to identify some structures inside a cadaver. They were vessels, or God only knows what they were, because I didn't. And I thought, this is crazy. I hate this. I'm going to quit. I went to my uncle, and I told him that, and he said, well, you're depressed. I said, well, I'm depressed, and I'm still going to quit. And the backstory on, and I did. And the backstory on this is the expectations that I had for myself, which were unclear, but clearly not going to medical school, and the expectations of my parents. This is probably a familiar story to many of you. And I, 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 I really, I really struggled until I made that decision to drop out of medical school and eventually pursued a degree in teaching and history, and then went on to uh, graduate school uh, for a doctorate in education. But my real interest was in consulting. So my first big epiphany of kind of following in somebody else's view as opposed to my own really happened uh, in that whole medical school era. When I eventually got my head out of my whatever and landed in a consulting company, which I was really interested in doing the kind of work, and I'd always thought that that would be exciting to be working with organizations. Um, Even though I had a teaching degree uh, as an undergrad and uh, administrative degree as uh, as a doctorate, my interests really were in business. And I always said it was on the, the teaching inside of business instead of the business inside of teaching. I really preferred the consulting part. 
And it occurred to me after about uh, six months there that I was working my ass off, or at least so I thought, and just being a good corporate soldier waiting my turn to get the work. And I watched other people get uh, really good work and better work. And I, I thought that a good job should speak for itself, that people should know that I was really very talented and very qualified and uh, very good on my feet. And uh, lo and behold, clearly those were impressions I held in myself and not necessarily shared by others or anyone as far as that goes. So I went to talk to the fellow that was the one in charge of parceling out the work and ask him what was coming up and what would be good assignments and how he would recommend uh, getting on board. And he suggested uh, going to people uh, who were influential in the, for in the uh, firm and, and tying into them and becoming uh, more aligned with those people than thinking that something was going to come my way. But I realized that in my heart of hearts, I was not comfortable working in an organization where I thought I had to take my direction from someone else. Now, I said in high school, I, I was uh, rebellious. Well, I, I was, it, it's all in a, in a tiny box here. I was not that rebellious. I was really more of a compliant kid. Obviously, if you're going to live up to your parents' expectations, I would hardly call that rebellious. But now I was in a position to see that what was really important to me uh, was to understand uh, and, and get involved in the kind of work that I thought would be much more engaging and beneficial and fun. I, I enjoyed the work that I did. But the political side of life was not something that I was good at or used to until I realized, uh, as my dad had always said, uh, you have to surround yourself with the right people. You have to know how to schmooze. You know how, know how to uh, uh, grease the skids. Uh, he described it in a number of ways. And I thought that was bullshit because I thought the way you got ahead was by doing a good job and that people would notice it. Well, I was the one that was the fool and my dad was right. And it, it, as I look back on what that meant and what I did as a result, I eventually went into business with two other fellows uh, and which was and became an owner in a consulting group, which is exactly what I wanted to do. And beyond that point, uh, when we dissolved our firm, this was back in 2016, I went out on my own. I've been doing consulting ever since, and now I'm old. I've always been short. I got a, a ton of gray hair. Uh, I've got somewhat of a sense of humor. Hopefully I have a good perspective on life. And I will tell you that I, I feel like knowing what I know now, haha, ha, I wish I had known it early on. And that is climbing the corporate ladder is not the way to go. Not only is it not the way to go, it's a myth. It, it, it doesn't exist for a very few people, especially if you're white and you're a male. Well, I got those two covered. Gray hair, well, I, now I have that and tall. Well, the tall part is problematic because I'm 5'4 and a half. Um, maybe it's a quarter now. So I, I 
when I went out on my own and realized I was doing the kind of work that I enjoyed and wanted to do, and 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 even as I worked with two other fellas, we I love those guys, and we we had a great run. But it wasn't until I was working for myself that I really felt I was in the group. So this notion of climbing the corporate ladder was a big problem、uh, for me. And while, as a high, classic high achiever, I thought, well, you just have to do good work, and people will understand it and promote me and and、uh, operate in my best interest, is really、uh, it's a myth. It's not how it works. Because what people care about is your ability to help them. And once that realization is made, once I understood that I was good at making relationships. Um, more from the the friendly side, the affiliative side, but I began to understand that building relationships and helping other people be successful is really the key to finding opportunities. And it's not necessarily linear.、It、doesn't mean that you're going to work at the same company for life. I think people know that now, know it very well. But it also means you may not stay in the same type of job. And it's not a matter of waiting to retirement to do what you want to do. It's a it's a way what you people need to be thinking about, or what I encourage you to think about is where are those opportunities along this pathway. And it happens because of an interest and、uh, an intention of building relationships. And this is across the board. This isn't necessarily、uh, people that will、uh, be help you with your career, although that's clearly one group. These are people that are、uh, in your line of sight that you may be currently working with. They may be. Influencers in your organizations or other organizations,、uh, or they may be the kind of people that will you you seek out and say and realize you have a lot in common, and through those、uh, the development of those relationships, you you see opportunities and create opportunities that didn't exist before. That's. What it means to be a ladder burner,、uh, it, it it means to make the realization that climbing the ladder、uh, is not the way to go in your career, and it emphasizes how important when you see people that are successful burners, what they have done is built a, a series of relationships that have brought them closer. To what's really critical and important to them, and that happens because it it, it evolves and 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 eventually、uh, is realized. But it also happens because in the nature of these relationships, and and most importantly through conversation, that you begin to see things and understand things, and understand what's critical and important for you. By understanding what's critical and important to other people, one of my purposes for this podcast is that I want I want to talk to people、uh, that are burners.、Uh, I'll introduce you to people that I know, the Kellys and Killies、uh, of the world that really have taken、uh, unique and and different paths、uh, that have started in one place and ended up. Really, somewhere else, 
uh, not because they didn't know what they wanted to do, it's that they found their way uh, by really zeroing in on opportunities as they uh, came up. So their goal are, uh, of being a burner is not, is not to uh, be at the top or be the best or, or worry about your own personal achievements. Uh, and that's really what we've been taught to do since school. That's what we're taught as part of the American dream. You can be anything and everything you want to be if you work hard and stay focused and are diligent and set goals for yourself. It's not that those things fall away. It's just not enough. So I want to encourage you to join me as I go through uh, a, a discussion on one, who are burners? And I'm hopefully reaching you uh, out there uh, so that we can have more real life examples of what this looks like. I think it's important to understand for other people to understand how people think through their jobs and careers and success, which is in a different way. Um, I'm going to give you my thoughts on some of the critical skills uh, that could be helpful, especially if you're entering the workplace uh, and for people that are stuck. And I think people climbing the ladder get stuck after about 15 to 20 years when the pyramid, the, the, the pyramid starts to narrow and there are fewer uh, upwardly mobile positions and you either have to wait for somebody to leave or die or, or take another job uh, before you can move up. And I don't know why you would wait, especially if you're doing something that you, you're not really enjoying. So I want to explore those issues with you. I want to just explore those in interviews that I do with others. And I also, as I said, want to give some suggestions and recommendations of what I see as being the essential skills uh, that can help you move away from this need or desire that you have to be the best and be all things to all people. And it's like enough already. It's, it, 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 it'll wear you out. Uh, and I, I'd rather reinforce this path of once you get good at your job, that you broaden your career by building a credibility with other people and being visible and really mastering the kind of communication that is essential for your success. And it's, it's not, you have to be a fast talker. It means you have to understand the people around you and what's important to them. And you have to be a good listener. And then you have to be able to take action on opportunities and situations and problems that are really important. Uh, and for some people, this is a learned skill for many, I would say. So that's an example of what a skill would look like. I also want you to consider uh, joining me on LinkedIn uh, for Burners United. Uh, you can go to uh, look me up on LinkedIn, Alan M. Patterson. Um, 
And I also have a website where I've published several blogs and there'll be more and I will include uh, guest blogs as well. And that website is www.ladderburners.com. So there it is, paid commercial. I'm not interested in selling my stuff. I'm interested in finding out about who else is out there that realizes the importance and what I think is the way that we need to be writing to make uh, sure that not only are people engaged in meaningful work, but that we are looking to make an impact and worry less about our own personal success and achievement. I hope you'll join me. I hope you'll come back and uh, that, that would be great. So onward, upward, let's make a big dent in the universe and I'll see you the next time.